Outlaws After Dark. Watching the sun go down over the ocean. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. This is so funny. There's also a barbecue spot in Pacifica that's actually supposed to be one of the best in America. Really? Really? Yeah, yeah it's called Gorilla's Barbecue, which oh, we haven't gone to either, but we've never had Shit, time. Maybe, maybe we should go 421. Yeah. yeah, we've had such a hard time parking in there. That we get, we get there and we we're like... <laughs> we load our equipment, we're like, all right, we're going to the little Mexican shop. <laughs> <laughs> we've been there like two, three times. That's, that's so sick. <laughs> yeah, dude. Damn, that's oh, tight. that's a... That's a wasp. Oh, a yellow jacket. That's a, Hey. Hey, please get stuck in those fucking... Mm. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Are you chilling? You're yeah. chilling. Please get stuck. <laughs> <laughs> well? Oh, no, he's fierce. He's got more than... This oh, 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 shit. Oh, Damn. Oh, oh, That's oh, a oh. oh. He's free. Oh. We're good. Well, We're good. Oh, he just wants to go back up there. Uh, you didn't learn your lesson, my guy. Freaking out of season. My dude has not oh, learned his oh, lesson. Oh, oh, oh. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I don't love this. Okay. Welcome. Yeah, we got this. Like... We're starting with some drama. Oh, okay. Welcome to the ranch. Oh, there he is. Goodness. Bro, oh. people not die. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Oh, he did. Okay, cool. Rest in peace, fallen comrade. I'm really glad that that Sorry wasn't like that. a foot. Like, we, we can't don't threaten. Worry about that until summer. <laughs> we can't threaten <laughs> anyone in this room. Yeah. Ideal. Welcome to Allos After Dark. Well, we're, we're, we're featuring a dead bee. Yeah, straight up. And it wasn't a honeybee, so we're all good. Yeah. It's one of those mean fuckers. <laughs> but tonight we're welcoming Humidity Glow. Hi. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for having us. Zach, uh, so it's Zach, right? Maddie, yeah. Zach? Anthony. Mm -hmm. And then what was your name again? Oh, I'm not it. Uh, I'm Shayla. <laughs> okay. Well, you're in the band. Let's be real. <laughs> He's gone to every show. At the very attended oh, well. every practice. My job that's is close to drink enough. beer and listen. Yeah. <laughs> that's a might as well. well that's what the band member's job is. You provide me yeah. with safe spaces very often when I want to get away from people at the shows. <laughs> Which I shouldn't say on a recording, but also I don't care. We all want to get away from people, right? You know? oh, yeah. Sometimes it, it gets overwhelming. You go to these things. Hey, it's kind of fucking far exhausting. From people right now. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. No, it's it's peaceful. It's the artist mindset. You never want to be in the midst of it until you're on stage. You know. Yeah, exactly. I usually will like just sit there and like wait to talk to anyone. Like if I'm playing with like out of town bands or whatever, and like I know I need to network. Like I'm usually gonna just sit there and fucking wait until after we played, so then I can be like, okay, you see, that's that is what I have to offer you, I guess, and then. Yeah. Uh, now we can talk about things because now I feel slightly less uncomfortable. Yeah, I feel it. No, I'm I always... the exact opposite. Well, yeah, he is. I go <laughs> right in and I'm like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> And then we'll go sit in the corner and not talk to him. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> that's my thing. I'm like, where's the smoking section out back? Because yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. that's where I'll be. <laughs> yeah, it just feels like, I don't know, at a certain point, I'm really happy now. I always tell them this, that like... I had a band before in Maryland where it was very much like a lot of the responsibility of the whole thing. It was my project, like my songs, everything kind of collected around that. So, it was, you know, I had put in a lot of the work for like all the networking and all the booking, all the shows, everything, all that stuff. Just feels really good to have like other people that can do those things now. It's like I got a band of people who wanted to go talk to people and like network and all that stuff. And I'm like, you know, a little bit more like reserved at times depending and 
just kind of like in my shell a little bit and so it's nice that like you know a touring band can come through and we can still make a connection even though I'm just feeling antisocial one night or some shit Absolutely. it's nice to have people to rely on yeah it's it's nice to have a shared group experience when it comes to a band for sure mm-hmm. we've been trying to get more like that I guess I mean we have been getting more like that as we go on but. how long have you been actively playing and like doing shows and um, with Humidity Glow, it was, our first show was May 31st, and I, I took a huge, like, COVID break, and also had no creative energy for, like, three years, and before that, it was probably another, like, three or four years of playing pretty consistent shows, mostly very local, like, stuff where I'm from in Maryland, just a lot of, you know, doing a lot of that stuff, kind of going up and up the coast every once in a while, but... You know, I think we made it out as far as, like, New York, but didn't didn't do, like, a ton-ton, but definitely, like, got me, you know, ready to go and do this and so on. That's cool. What was the difference, like, playing, like, a show on the East Coast versus, like, over here? Are there any, like, Ooh, stark tough. differences? That's tough. Honestly, for the most part, so the, the first thing I noticed more than anything was, like, I wasn't used to so many outdoor shows. Like, every show when I came out here, it's, like, all of them are, like, someone's backyard or some shit. Like, it's always, like, an outdoor thing. Super sick. Uh, so I wasn't used to that because, like, also, you know, there aren't a lot of basements out here either. Mm-hmm. And I'm used to, like, going to someone's dingy-ass basement um, and stuff like that. The crowds themselves are honestly pretty similar. I mean, you always get the shows where there just feels like there's some people who, like, you know, are just kind of there to, like, you know, take pictures and not really give a fuck and just, like, talk to their friends. And, you know, you come to a show for whatever you come to a show for, but, like, you get, you know, some shows where it feels like everyone's there for the music and it really locks in. And it's honestly, it all feels pretty much the same in that capacity. I think it's just the venues that really feel different to me. Um, no matter what, everyone's always, like, you know, the bands that you're playing with and, like, the spaces, like, everyone's always super nice and, like, really, you know, we're all kind of in this together kind of vibe. I don't think I've ever had a particularly, like, bad experience playing with anyone. Or I repressed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I repressed it. That's cool. So, uh, so, Maddie, are your rhythm guitar and then Zach, your lead? Uh, we kind of switch back and forth. I'm mostly rhythm. Uh, Zach does most of the soloing and kind of the... There's one song in particular that I do lead for, but everything else I'm doing rhythm for. That's cool. That's cool. I'm trying to in- incorporate some violin soon, but we have to practice a lot, you know. <laughs> it's hard. Really get it down, because that's a new thing for me, too, so... Absolutely. But it would be really cool to, you know, for some of the songs. How uh, how long have y'all been playing in general? Like, your individual instruments or, like, uh, music in general? Um, I taught myself guitar during COVID, so probably, like, three or four years now. Kind of lost track, but... That's um, awesome. I started with ukulele when I was, like, 16, so... I don't know, better part of, like, seven or eight years of kind of on and off, and now I've taught myself banjo and ukulele. Wow, that's Slightly. awesome. Um, not proficiently, but, you know, I know, like, five songs. <laughs> there you go. No, I mean, I reckon I reckon that's more than I know yeah. on those things, <laughs> you know? That's pretty sick. Yeah, I've been, uh, I think, I got my first guitar in eighth grade, whatever year that was, and uh, I've long since graduated college at this point. But, uh, yeah, I, I remember one day... I was just in the car with my dad. We were driving by the mall, and we were about to, like, pass it. 
And I just turned to him like, Dad, I'd really like to learn guitar, I think. And he was just like, oh, fuck, you want to do something that's not on the computer? And then just popped a U-turn and then drove me to the store. And, like, we went to the store to go buy a guitar. And the guy's like, do you want to try it out? I'm like, I don't know how to play it. You try it out. And he, like, shreds some kind of fucking crazy-ass solo. And then he sells me a Schecter. And I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> Nowadays, I'm like, god damn it. I'm, that was a terrible guitar to start on. Why the hell would you sell someone that when they've never played a guitar before? But Restart that's the time. What? Restoked on I was pretty excited at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I definitely just lost myself in that story. But first yeah, I think my path with playing guitar has been. I keep telling everyone I've like learned more. Like I've gotten better in the past like ten months that I've lived in Sac than I have the entire rest of my life. Like all of my old songs that I have are very like. All right, I just kind of you know finangled around like two or three chords which is you know it's, it's a song you know they're all songs we still play some of those songs and like you know just kind of figuring it out and just kind of feeling it but letting it be relatively simple um because it just kind of i did enough that i needed to do and then i just kind of plateaued for a little while uh and now that i back where i was from too people didn't really like there wasn't like a whole like jam culture as much it was just kind of like you know friends starting bands with friends and that's cool but like not a whole lot of like hey do you want to just like jam on some stuff or whatever i didn't have that experience at all until i moved out here and then i was like starting to play more music with people and able to just have a lot more opportunities to just kind of kind of like try and do things and it's actually what's the most exciting to me is all of that happened after I had already written all the Humidity Glow songs. So now anything we do from here on out is going to be even better than that because now I actually can play my instrument a lot better, which is fun. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. A long-winded way of saying that, but you know, it's fun. Yeah. And uh, Anthony, how long? Um, I like grew up around music. Um, I played a lot of instruments when I was younger that I definitely could not play now. Uh, like I took piano lessons from like ages eight to ten. Uh, I did saxophone and band in like middle school. Um, I did drumming and marching band as well. Uh, and then I got, oh, I, I did guitar and bass for a little bit too during high school. But uh, I got my first drum kit, I think sometime like late high school and then I played it quite a bit for maybe like six years or so um, and it's interesting I kind of had the opposite experience as you where most of my playing was jam sessions you know because oh, yeah. it is more common out here I guess yeah uh, I hadn't didn't like join any bands officially um, I basically filled in a lot for drummers because there's kind of like always a need for drummers so yeah it's a commodity uh, yeah I would just you know play simple songs or fill either in practices or in uh, you know, small shows if, if people were out. Um, and then I had to sell my kit to make rent. And then I kind of dropped off of music for maybe another six years or so. And then I just got my drum kit again earlier this year. I guess it's last year now. Um, like March or something. Wait, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow, this really was... Uh... I remember last Christmas, Anthony was like, I think I'm going to buy myself this mm -hmm. really nice drum set. And I was like, you should do it. And then all the boom, it was there. Wow, divine timing. That's sick as hell. Yeah. We actually met uh, Zach and I at a jam session at my house. Uh, Maddie brought him over for a 420 jam session we were throwing. And, uh, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Next time we met each other, I think, what, nine days later, yeah, going to be in the band? Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, I actually like... have a video of my phone on my phone at that very first jam set on 420. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I haven't it. seen nice. that. That's cool. Damn, I need to see that. That's sick. I'm sure I've seen that. I just didn't realize that that would be, like, an important Yeah, core, yeah. all of a sudden, core memory. 
No idea. Yeah, Zach actually had moved to Sacramento that day, so yeah, the you helped first me move day, in. You guys all jammed. We all jammed together. It was like you know, literally your first day in Sacramento, like officially. So that's kind of cool, you know, all this. Yeah, literally, you moved and then like you finished started, moving, like, and Maddie's like, "Hey, my friends are having like a 420 party like over here. If you want, they're gonna like jam and all that. Like, if you want to come through." I'm like. Do I, I just spent the whole day exhausting myself. Do I want to go meet a bunch of new people all at once in a setting I'm completely unfamiliar with? Usually I'd say no, but in this case, you know, I was like, oh, well, you know, okay, yeah, sure, you know. You said yes. Yeah. It'd be fun, yeah. That's crazy. It's awesome how uh, how things kind of fall together. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Once the ball is put in like your mind, it just kind of rolling around. And yeah. And then the band starts. <laughs> Well, you know, I knew I wanted to start a band anyway. It was just like a matter of, I'd spent so much time already. Like before, I was in Sac. I lived in Vacaville with uh, my best friend and his wife in their house for a little while, um, for like nine months. And during that time, like I was writing all the songs, and like I wanted to find people to play with, but like I was just, in, you know, I was in Vacaville, and I wasn't making like the most effort to like get out and like do things, like meet people. I was going to local shows here and there, like driving out to Sac and the Bay trying to do stuff but it was just moving super slow so once I actually moved out to SAC it just happened all at once because it was like once you're already there it's like all right you got nothing else going on like jump in you know so it was literally within the same day I hit up Dory and I'm like our music taste is exactly the same you have to play some instrument can you play bass he's like I love bass I'm like okay great and I'm like Anthony what's going on like you know I'm like I know you're a drummer I'm like I don't know what you got going on but like I think Maddie had mentioned like the Anthony is like looking to do something with the drums, so I was like, "You say those magic words, yeah. and also has a practice space, and yeah. like, yeah. Uh, and also lets us throw shows. Uh, super fun." So, and then you know, after that, it was just like, "Well, I mean, you know, who do I know that I play that plays guitar that can join me I on this journey?" I kind of weaseled my way into the project. I'm not gonna lie, but I, <laughs> I have a great so. time. So. The project wouldn't have happened without you. That's that's, yeah, very objectively true. Very I don't true. think I would have found you. my way around <laughs> quite as much. I mean, one of my favorite things that it's come, that's formed into is what you just mentioned is that, like, Anthony's house, Anthony and Chandler's house has become, like, a, a venue for Sacramento. And, like, we've, we've thrown, like, one show, which we haven't been on the bill of, but, we'll you know, we're trying to do up. that more uh, in the, the new year, but also, like, it's just fun to play, like, at a place that you're familiar in. And yeah. people generally just kind of, like, seeing us and it's kind of cool it's, the support is is really nice and people no. love that we have that like open house kind of vibe now so that is cool now it's it's uh, music for the love of music that's mm -hmm. what it's all about like oh, if you yeah. can provide a space to do that and that's an awesome thing to yeah. do yeah we uh we throw a festival here every year really yeah whoa and that's that's cool that's what it is it's all same about. Thing. Yeah, music, like, like music. And it's the perfect space out here. It's really yeah. so cool. Much yeah, space. yeah um, plus you can get loud to a certain extent. Yeah. To a certain time of night, yeah. at yeah. least, you know. There's like three nights a year I schedule to stay up to like 4 a.m. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's one. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like your style. Um, when, how long between when these are recorded and when does it like come out? We'll put I'm trying to figure out what kind of plugs I need to do here. Oh, do, do anything and everything. Uh, it could be a day, it could be a week. I it's, love that. It's really That's great. Me. Okay, well, depending on the timing, we have a show at the HGHQ on the 27th of January uh, with 
Buddy Jr., the Stone Fruits, ourselves, and my pet Fossil. And you can just find our Instagram, Humidity Glow, and check out the notes on that. We have another one at HDHQ on the 19th of February yeah. as well, uh, which I haven't even started promoting at all, so we don't need to talk about it. But it does exist, so follow all those things. And I think we're also playing in Davis on February 10th mm-hmm. with Mastoids and Slug oh, Feast. That's right. It's gonna be sick. It's gonna so be a fun. very, very loud show. I'm glad it's not at my house again. <laughs> yeah, that one very well might get shut down. We'll find out. How do the neighbors um, respond? They've been really cool about it. Um, we haven't had any complaints at all. Uh, and usually uh, the music goes till about 11. Um, and usually the party kind of peters out around like two or three after that. Uh, and I mean, the Klauses are really close, you know, it's not really that big of a yard, yeah. really like an indoor show. Um, luckily, you know, it's, it's like a house, not an apartment. So the, the walls are insulated and stuff. So that definitely helps with it. Uh, but yeah, our neighbors have been really cool about it. They haven't given us any Dude, issues, which is, if they didn't call the cops on mastoids, then we're never going to, it's never going to happen. We're chilling. <laughs> yeah. Unless you get new neighbors. I mean, <laughs> shit. Oh, I love it though. And are you, uh, right down there in downtown? Uh, no, I'm, uh, like, North Sac, kind of near Natomas. That's cool, yeah. Uh, that's a rad little area. Mm-hmm. That's nice. It's it's pretty accessible. Yeah. Definitely it's makes nice it good. easier to have the music go to 11, too, because, uh, you know, shows in Sac are just, they're just, you know, it's like you have to be a lot more conscientious. Yeah, yeah. you gotta worry about, like, permits and stuff a lot yeah. more mm-hmm. in, like, the grid area. Yeah. Yeah, um, we worry about a lot of, uh grumpy old folks out here that's that's how it goes that's so like that sucks so much to have this much space and still have to worry about people being like like come on yeah i mean yeah but you know if any of your neighbors happen to listen to this it's all it's it's all good it's chilling (laughs) it doesn't help you you out here is where you have like 50-year-long neighbors. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. so like, that's like blood feud type of... You start coming them wrong, they're yeah. not going to forget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh like, shit. Boy, Both these cool. ladies have lived here like 20 years already and like, you know, yeah. they're not going anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's, my dad managed to piss every neighbor off down <laughs> the driveway. Uh, when he was alive, but God bless his soul, he was a good-hearted man. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, Jake's house has been here for as long, it's so long it should be a historic monument. Yeah, oh, shit. Built in 1876, what? I guess. Damn. It was out of a Sears and Roebuck kit. <laughs> I got, like, mailed here. Probably, oh, wow. probably like, wagon shipped or something. Oh, my God. Yeah. I've seen those old ads. Yeah, same. That's so, so cool. cheap. We've, yeah. gone, right? we've gone through certain places and took the... Uh, the indoor paneling off and the insulation inside is like newspaper. <laughs> and we found a JFK assassination newspaper in there. I'm like, that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so tight. That's Damn. So... Wow. And this used to be a dairy barn. Mm-hmm. Like in like the early 1900s. I love I that all the pictures are crooked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just... I saw one over there and I was like, oh no. And then I looked in front of me and I was like, Oh, <laughs> I'm the wrong, the wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's kooky. I like that you just that sprinkle so like literal like mystery clues throughout this place. Like, I was walking in over there and I just saw like a like it looked like a pearl necklace on the ground just right in front of me. I'm like that's a clue. That's literally a clue. There's a story behind like, that somewhere. Like, <laughs> 
hella funny. <laughs> Those are always my favorite bars, is when or like uh, mm -hmm. like the dive bars where you look at the walls and you know there's something to it. But mm -hmm. like, yeah. Like what cool. exactly? You know, this is gonna be the the third National Treasure location. <laughs> this right here. Yeah. yeah. This old milk barn. Little do you know, the the, the real Declaration of Independence is here somewhere In on this here. property. It's, it's being used as insulation. Behind one of these. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we use things in the country. That's funny. Oh my god. Well, what about you guys? How long have you guys been playing your respective instruments and so on and so forth? Or it's not face it all this way. Push it back out. Tell me about you. I don't know you guys. I don't. I just met two of you. I took a guitar class in middle school. Started playing after that, and then I started playing with these guys bass like three years ago. No, four you were a harmonica player first. For like a month. Uh, yeah, it was so bad. Oh, hell yeah. You just wanted to be in the band I sucked so, so bad. Did I always remind you about it? <laughs> Clearly. Oh, yeah. All the time. All the time. Respect, <laughs> respectfully, though, Jordan can actually shred a harmonica. He's Dude, not bad. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. now yeah. when I was the harmonica <laughs> player. <laughs> yeah, it's because they made fun of me so somewhere, bad. But. Somewhere that starting place is pretty rocky. Yeah, well, but I, I dedicated great. a lot to bass. So, I, yeah, I played that hard for like four years straight now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, drums I've been playing collectively for the better part of a decade um, and then uh, guitar I've only been playing three or four years that's insane yeah <laughs> you're very good at what you do <laughs> use those three or four years you. <laughs> well you know how it is you fall in love with something yeah have a fixation yeah kind of yeah. get obsessed Exotism. with it yeah but uh yeah I, uh, I play guitar for 10 years now and I played harmonica professionally now for like six so that's been pretty cool damn yeah a hell I, of a play I, well I just fell in with two really cool bands that I've made a lot of really good friends with so they're I'm lucky enough that they still want to pay me <laughs> to come real breathe in time <laughs> I remind them sometimes like, you guys you guys are paying me to breathe in time here <laughs> oh you remind them all the time yeah <laughs> yeah but I mean you know singing's the same thing really no, <laughs> right, right. just like what did we used to say we're selling pitched air yeah we're selling pitched air <laughs> yeah Air that sounds a certain way. Uh, yeah, that's like the key to sales. You got to make sure you got a good product first. <laughs> Get the air. <laughs> so, Maddie and Anthony, are you guys in other bands too, or? Yeah, I'm. Well, I'm doing. Oh. I'm still working on like solo stuff on the side. Always, I'm just music's my main form of income. So I'm always just trying to like find like solo gigs to book myself here and there. Just very low key. But, you know, constantly practicing every day and trying to, like, better myself and just, you know, get better. Um, yeah, I think I might try and start, like, a side folk project up with some friends soon. But, you know, we're talking about all the logistics right now, so. That's cool, though. Still, like, uh, kind of getting the ball rolling on that one. But, yeah, mostly just, you know, street performing still and, you know, trying to practice here when I, when I can. No, that is, that is cool. And respectfully, your stuff is rad. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you very much. I'm All the respect. 
I'm not technically in any projects right now, but I think the look that Zach was giving me was reminding me that I that we started a project. No, no, no. I'm not talking you... about that. No, <laughs> I was talking about the one that you're in, but people aren't supposed to know that you're in it. Oh. But also is not really doing anything With right Dorian. now. So. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that's the one I was talking about. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, great. No, we, yeah. were, we were gonna start uh, me and Dorian and uh, someone else, Dorian, our bassist. Mm -hmm. uh, we're gonna start this kind of like grimy surf rock project where uh, we all had like different names uh, and like different identities, like kind of these uh, surfer identities. I was going to be Tony Honolulu. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. sick. Uh, I can't believe you're spoiling this now. There's still so much time. You guys got to only well, come I back mean, okay. for summers. Yeah. I only know one name. They still have to find out two of the names, okay? Tony Honolulu that's true, that's might, true. Be part, might be this part might, of the It might be project. me. Yeah. Yeah. It, it might, might be, it might be for part two. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, we, it never really... Get that uh, band on here, it'll be fun. It never really went anywhere, I think because it got cold, and we all kind of don't want to do a surf rock project when it's cold. Yeah. 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 And no one really did anything about it, but I have I have strong hopes that when the, the warmth comes back out, it's just going to naturally come back together. I just think the idea of a seasonal band is the just funniest thing in the world man. it's like yeah it's like they only come out back where i'm from in maryland there was a band uh i think their name was basketball beats they'd all come out in like gym clothes and like That's sweatbands sick. and shit once a year and it was on like the day before thanksgiving <laughs> affectionately drunksgiving oh this is like the bad it's, particles they, they don't play that often in sacramento but they're they play it every single halloween show they oh, always shit. play halloween show every we year played with them. we played with them yeah cool. we totally yeah? did yeah, yeah they're, they're we opened cool, up for them they, really they play cool. very rarely Club but they drugs. had these sick masks like really really intense like paper mache like thick I don't know, like colored and painted really? like masks for the last time, the last Halloween show I saw them at. It That's... was really cool. Like they went off. He was singing in a mask the whole time. I couldn't see him. I don't know if he could see anything, but it was cool. Wow. I'm pretty surprised that you aren't in any more projects. I'm also very thankful, but I'm very surprised because I just feel like in my experience, every time there's been a drummer, that drummer's in like four bands and can't take a like breath. So it's nice that you have a good division of uh, responsibilities here. Do you want to do more drumming stuff? Do you want to? You know, I'm really? asking questions. You know, I don't. I don't have that much time. You know? <laughs> oh, thank God, no band breakups. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, Anthony is also <laughs> Anthony also has a full time job yeah. and is a tattoo artist. Yeah. Between wow. between all of that, there's not a lot of time for multiple projects. I mean, I would like accept another thing if I really liked the people who it was with, and you know, something like that. But it definitely wouldn't be priority. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't really have time for like being in two major projects where like both bands are trying to like actually make momentum. <laughs> if it's like an occasional, yeah, we'll throw a show here and there sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm on board with something like Level that. Level low stakes. That's, yeah. that's my 2024 is all low stakes projects. Yeah. And this. That's how that's how it is. I'm in Outlaws with these boys, and then I'm uh, I play percussion for a bluegrass country band, and uh, that's that's about it. That's all I got time for yeah. in my solo stuff. Like. That's it. <laughs> That's true. You're out here hustling, too. Oh, yeah. So many shows. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's all fun. I'm I'm super blessed to have the opportunities that have been coming to me, for sure. Yeah. But, uh, I love your solos, respectfully, too. I love your Respectfully. Too. Yeah, I wish, uh, I wish there was a little bit more time for those things, because, you know, last show I caught you at a gaslight was really... 
it was just nice to see it, you know. Yeah, thank doing you. Doing all your solo stuff more. Yeah, it's a it's. I saw a video of that. It was really cool. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Like, your voice is crazy. Oh, you get that fresh, grit yeah, in there. It. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I love it. Like, thank you. Yeah, it was. It's kind of painful. <laughs> was, it, was it always? It uh, yeah, you suck, but I <laughs> I worked on it. You know. No, no, you find what your groove is, and you you know can try to grow into it and yeah. fall into it more. Really Voice is hard. Like if you're not a natural born singer, you know. Yeah. I, I ended up just looking on YouTube for voice control, like, lessons. And oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, just, you know, diaphragm work and all that no. stuff is really good for singing. <laughs> your, vo your voice is pretty good, though. I literally played the game Rock Band a few times and thought, okay, this is this gets it, whatever. And then this. I was, uh, in high school, I was on the swim team, and for some reason, I was just, like, walking around just singing the song Man in the Box by Alice in Chains. <laughs> yeah. Literally just walking around singing. And one of my friends comes up to me and is like, dude, you can actually, like, sing. And I was like, that's funny as fuck. But also, it enabled me. And I just kept doing that a lot, like, too much. It's music, and, so it's easy. Yeah, and then, yeah. So then I went through a whole period of, like, trying to seriously, like, play guitar and sing. And that's when I, like, tried to get, like, high school talent shows that I couldn't get it. Like, they wouldn't fucking let me. I think my friend organized it and would not let me play his benefit concert. Uh, <laughs> oh, I was trying to do a Nirvana cover. But then, uh, yeah, eventually I got on stage with a different Nirvana cover of a cover uh, <laughs> and did that, and that went very well and kept me going. But, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I just feel it out, and okay. it just kind of works. And then I started screaming more, and that hurts, but it works. And yeah. so you just kind of go from there. I don't know. I would have never been able to tell from your recordings. Your recordings are nice. Yeah. Did you uh did you self record that album? Was that all you? The humidity glow thing, yes. It was literally just my uh, roommate lent me his MacBook that had Logic on it, and he just like had like a basically just like a preset, so it just made it sound like I was in like a big empty room, and so I just record, I just did it straight at one mic, just played through the songs like that, and just had it, you know, work. Just for the, just because those are just like, you know, the things that are, if you look up Humidity Glow on Spotify or anything right now, you're going to get greeted with some really weird acoustic demos that sound like I'm crying through them. Some of them I was, but, uh, you know, you get it, it's a raw take, it's fine. But, uh, you know, those are just kind of things because it's like you move into a new place, you have to like show people you have something, which is also kind of the problem that we have right now is we don't have any, we don't have like anything as a full band, so if I try and tell people to go look us up, I'm like, look us up on YouTube. Don't look us up on Spotify. <laughs> you know, we'll get there. It's happening. It will happen. It will be soon enough. To be patient. It's there. But we, uh, you know, like, don't Thanks. listen to the Spotify stuff. Thank you. But At also, least we got just, that yeah. for us, though. You know, we're so underground right now that all we have are videos that people took of us on yes. YouTube. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. And, you know, the... I was gonna say the Serenity video is really well done. It it yeah. displays you guys really well. Yeah. Like, it sounds really good. Shouts out Paul. Yeah, Paul I love did a really, Paul really good Bates. Job with that. He's the best. He's the absolute best. I love that man. He's got the strangest collection of like vintage gear, all this cool stuff. He knew like he made the that video, he made it sound so like haunting and like weird. He has this crazy tape machine that I got to watch work and it just I'm like I don't even know how this thing works, but it just I don't know. He's got such a sense for these things and yeah, shout outs to Lofire for sure, because I I don't know how he keeps up with that project, but he is consistent as hell. Mm -hmm. Like every Sunday. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I even own the VHS tape of the first set of collection there, and I'm hoping that we get to be on the second set. I think he told me that we are going to be. But I love Paul. I'm trying to jam with Paul soon so that we can have a little dancey project that we want to put together. Um, and, uh, so we'll see what happens with that, but he's so busy. But uh, why are we talking about Paul? Oh, a low fire. Yeah. Talk about Serenity. Serenity. Talk about the performance. Yeah. yeah we yeah. want to do more uh, just like chill videos. I feel like we should just put more jam like yeah. of us and our practice space. Yeah, I really like, of some like of the session videos and recordings. Like just a lot of times it gives you a more, like, raw, authentic feeling than, like, a studio recording, too, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, also just the fact that you all feel so at home and it's so low stakes, mm-hmm. just from, like, the other room in the house, like, some of the best versions I've heard of these songs have just been in, like, little practice sessions. Like, no shade to the live stuff. It's it's all good. It's no, just... No, you're right. It yeah, feels you're so right. natural. No pressure, mm-hmm. just yeah. chilling out, a couple and, of drinks. And there's more room yeah. for just, like, you know, if somebody decides they want to change something up a little bit, mm-hmm. like, they're not afraid to do that. It's mm-hmm. it's cool to hear. Yeah. It's so tight. Yeah, I'm glad you acknowledge that, though, because there are definitely moments and practices where we're just, we all click together and we're just like, I know it's not going to sound like that when we do it live, but let's just take a minute right now because, damn, that hit right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you always strive for that when you're playing live, and sometimes it comes through in, like, little moments, but never, it, for, it has yet to really come through so un- unbelievably collectively through the whole set. We have a lot of really good moments. Well, actually, that's not even true. That's not even true. I felt like our first set was one where I was just like, like literally the first show we played together, it was so on. I was like, that was the first show I'd played in years, and I was ready. I was ready as hell to get out there. This is also my first project as just, like, a guitarist, you know, because as a solo, you're doing everything. But, like, yeah, so I was, I was... You know, coming out that show, Guns Blazing, I was so excited to be up there just, like, with no pre Like, just hanging out, playing guitar, and, like, having a great time. We sounded very co- cohesive in that show. Uh, and that's, thankfully, also, my friend Warren, our friend Warren came out. And, like, we didn't even ask him to, but he videoed the entire thing. And, you know, that's, like, his job, and, like, he's really good at editing. And it, like, turned out pretty fucking good. And, like, we can just tell people to look at that on YouTube now. I was like, thank or you. Or look up know? Warren Kane. Is it photo? Warren Kane photo? Yeah. Or something like that on Instagram? I, well, for saying it's his job, we should definitely plug him for doing that. Yeah. It's a very nice thing. Very, very Anyway, nice. so, you know. But, yeah, no, it's just cool that we can, you know, Warren. look back at that because it is it is one of our best performances, I'd say. That's, uh, that's the one at the Golden Bear, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I... Really? I saw that when you guys came out with it, and I was all like, "Wow, oh, these no guys way. are sick!" Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, so, oh, yeah. so I'm, I'm stoked. I'm really glad we're having you guys in. Cause yeah, so cool. thank you guys for making the trip. Oh. Yeah, Hell thanks yeah! For, thanks for having us. Here, of course, our I first wish band we had left podcast. earlier, so we could see how beautiful it was in the daytime. But that was never bound to happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, no, we tell people it's Lincoln, but it's like, it's like Lincoln. Yeah, I was like, this, I was like, this town is very disingenuous. Yeah, that's why I was, I was trying to tell you over text. I was all like, we're, we're out there. It was, it's not that, it didn't look that far. It's not that far. Nathan's. It's the exact same distance. It's like, it's 15 minutes to Lincoln, 15 minutes to Auburn. Okay, okay. Nathan's is like five minutes. Nathan's from here? Five minutes from here? That's so funny. It's funny. Um, anybody want a shot of Jack? Yeah. Oh, oh, you know, <laughs> um, during the podcast, we've got a kind of tradition where you gotta, 
take a shot of the whiskey, you gotta tell us one of the songs you're like shamefully proud that you love. Like, oh, just in general or one of ours? No, no. just just. You, in you shouldn't general, be shamefully like, proud of any of ours. Um, okay, <laughs> let me think about this for a second. Like um, like a shower song that like when nobody's home, like like the Home Depot like, music. I'm a Barbie girl. Yo, the Home Depot music goes slaps. In. <laughs> yeah, it's rad. <laughs> Wow. You're on this the spot is, this now. This is kind of... All right. Okay, I got I got This is actually really easy. <laughs> I am actually a big fan of Ed Sheeran. Oh, oh dude, there you he go. is a legendary songwriter. Okay. There's nothing yeah. to be shameful okay. by. Yeah, yeah no, the that. song that specifically I really like is... Uh, that's that, What's that song that he just came out with? Um, I have no idea. Bad Habits. Oh God! Oh, not yeah. that one. I know. I like listened to him in like seventh grade and stuff when like his first stuff started coming out. But that song, like, I didn't like it at first, and then I don't know. A few weeks go by, and I'm like, damn, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, to you. <laughs> like, just like I made up a whole dance for you. Oh my God! I love that fun. song. That is a very shameful. I will say that's very accurate. I'm very. It's fun. You know, I like Ed Sheeran and everything, but no. Exactly. No, no. It's, I don't have that song. It's okay. I'm a lifelong Taylor Swift fan. So. Really? Yeah. Okay. You don't even take. Oh yeah, you did actually. Right. <laughs> <laughs> legendary songwriters flat out, even if it's not my taste in. Well, it's if you're the Taylor good Swift careers <laughs> and just, yeah. justifiably so. Right? I I think because like. Even if I don't understand it, my puny little brain. Someone does. Yeah. Someone yeah. likes Taylor Swift, and I and it's not me. But yeah. that's okay. Yeah. I'm glad that you I mean, I know. Yeah, there's space for it. Yeah. yeah. Make music there's blank that. space for it. Oh well. my god, <laughs> that's good. I actually really like 1989. So. Yeah. It's <laughs> not bad. I uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, just another picture to burn. You're like, uh, <laughs> I will say the the thing that is uh, kind of bullshit to say, but true, in that I don't really believe in, like, a lot of, like, shameful shit, but I will... I know the answer to this question anyway, is I'm a huge <laughs> fan of The Weeknd. I uh, fucking love oh, The Weeknd. Yeah. His music yeah, goes that's in. that's an accurate answer. Um, <laughs> some of my music taste is, like, it's, like, the, well, I mean, it's, like, you know, I listen to The Weeknd, but, like, I'll also, some of the things that are always, like, a little bit in eh, to come back to, like, not for me, but people think it's, like, I still get in touch with my, like, you know, high school emo roots. I fucking love, like, The Black Parade is one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah. I take a lot of my stage presence from literally just watching <laughs> them do that video, like, the, like, tour, or they played the whole thing in its entirety in Brazil. If we're talking real shame, though, I could have said Hamilton. Which oh, is yeah, also is true. Really I shameful. love, I love the <laughs> Hamilton soundtrack. That is pretty soundtrack. shameful. That really yeah. surprised me about you. I'm not gonna lie. That oh, surprised play me. Hamilton? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I yeah, agree with you. I'm not they even shameful. Oh, on a real note, right yeah. yeah. <laughs> 100%. Did you guys take a shot? Do you have to answer it? Are you, are you oh, I took a shot. Uh, uh, just just because I had an answer in mind. I think the song "Careless Whisper" fucks super hard. Unironically. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Oh, yeah. 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 The one, song rules. One of the best sax solos ever. It's so good. It is. Have you guys ever seen the video on YouTube? It's called "Garlic Bread Tribute Video." <laughs> It's basically just a bunch of stock images of garlic bread that are set oh, to Careless yeah. Whisper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's garlic bread tribute video. It makes me really hungry. Zach's got all the weird YouTube you video recommendations. Really Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, shout out Potion Cellar. If anyone's listening to this podcast and you haven't watched Potion Cellar. Shout, shout out Sausage Groove. Sausage Groove. Sausage YouTube.com slash Potion Cellar. God, I could go on for days with YouTube. Anthony, did you get one? Uh, 
Even if you didn't, you should I, still say it anyway. It's communal. Mm, no, I, I, I took a little. I took a little sip for participation. So. Love that. Nice. Uh, what's the fucking? Uh, I write sins, not tragedies. Oh, Panic at the oh, Disco. Yeah, that's Yo, really that awesome. album that's hits. Really like, really hard. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I don't. A lot of people like the song, so it's you know, shame, quote unquote. But I think what it is is like. Every time I hear it, I want to belt it out. Yeah, yeah. But, but I'm not. I'm it never gonna. It seems very. It does that to yeah. people. It does. It seems very counter. Like literally, into... just burst a door open too. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm just. Oh, I chime. Yeah. It definitely doesn't seem like your personality <laughs> at all. So I do find that I surprising. I never had any. But it is a very ubiquitous like, no. song. But I was I'm in an the emo in school. He was never emo. Like we probably would not have been friends in high school. Yeah, but Brendan Urie's voice is so smooth. That shit's smooth. Yeah, and that man was on that weird. Weird ass circus shit back then. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they went into their weird fake Beatles thing, and I love that album too. Yeah, I love Pretty that. Odd goes in. I love like the jazz phase of Panic at the Disco. Oh, yeah. I'm a big fan. Ooh. Yeah. I'm still sad I never saw them. There was a concert that Fall Out Boy and Panic at the Disco were touring one year, and I was like, oh, they'll do it again. Like, they'll do it again. <laughs> They're so closely related. They never did, and like now Panic sucks, and I'm like, fuck. Like, yeah. I was 13, mm-hmm. it was They're an absolute heat of the moment, yeah. I should have done it. Starting beef with Panic at the Disco. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right now, we're starting it early I on. did see them play with Fall Out Boy. They were both opening for the Blink-182 reunion Yeah, that's the tour. one I was going to go. Yeah, I mean, and gonna, they, uh, I forget which set it was during. It was either Fall Out Boy or Panic at the Disco, but they brought... Uh, I think it was during Fall Out Boy set, they brought Brendan Urie back on stage, and then they covered Don't Stop Believin'. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I was like, wow. All right. Okay, all right. Yeah. And then Travis Barker got up in his drums in the Blink-182 set and just started flying around and all that shit. I don't know. It sounds like a fever dream at this it point. Like <laughs> <a Matrix movie. laughs> it sounds like I'm making shit up. Yeah, dude, people are paying $500 to get tickets for shit like yeah. that. Can I one? Fucking, Can I share it? Yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, um, unless you want your own. Oh, there's more? Yeah, there's more. Yes. Oh, I have shit. a It shouldn't have taken nine hours nuptious. to drive to Pittsburgh that day. You don't mind if I do. Anybody else? Yeah. I feel like a, yeah. I'm not a spider in a web. Hayden fucking likes Michael Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, okay, tell me, tell me those couple oh, of songs. Well, if we're talking man. about early 2000s butt rock, Zach is the fucking... I have a playlist too. on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. I'd be interested for you to look over it real quick and tell me your thoughts, because I think it's pretty comprehensive. Please. Zach is um, Creed's number one fan. Wait, I have no... Oh, my God, I love <laughs> it. Creed reunion tour. They're going on tour this year. Creed was the first concert I ever went to. Really? Oh, I'm so yeah. jealous. That's sick yeah. as hell. Mine was Imagine Dragons. Oh. Hey, that's good too. No, it was a good. It was very good time. of its time. You know, you it was also in Caesar Shop Park in Sacramento, like downtown. Oh, yeah. It was Dude. part of the sponsors Random. in the park. <laughs> oh, yeah, Daughtry. Yeah. Really cool. I was like, that's cool. Really cool. Kind of a cool that Stone Sour. That or? playlist is literally tailor made to. If I hit shuffle, <laughs> every single song, as soon as it starts, I will Pearl. reflexively go, "Oh hell yeah!" <laughs> every Dude, who time. Who made this playlist? Uh, I'm like, so. <laughs> this may say butt rock, but if you ask me, these are a lot of solid songs. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, it's it is butt rock, but like, hey, I I'll go in on those oh, tracks. Butt rock like is like a, a genre term, not a value that, judgment. Right, of course. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. It's a great phrase. It's great. But okay, so here's the thing. Like a lot of these songs. Okay, I noticed two things. Two things about butt rock. I noticed one, most of the songs are in E minor. Naturally, like yeah. it just ends up that way. I realized yeah. that I was like going through trying to like cover some of them for fun for the Halloween. The other thing I was gonna say, we did uh, Anthony and Shaylin had a Halloween party um, where 
Maddie did a Mitski cover set, and there was like an open mic portion where I decided to do a completely serious Creed cover set. And I just brought out my guitar, and I gotta tell you, uh, what was it, With Arms Wide Open <laughs> is a gorgeous song to cover. There's yeah, like this yeah. part, I forget where it is, but there's like a part where it goes, like there's just this really nice like C to like, CG to like B minor but played in a different kind of way like yeah. it just sounds gorgeous and I'm just sitting there like belting out <laughs> if I had just one wish I'm like damn well that was going to be my follow up question did you keep your original voice or were you all like with arms wide open when I say completely serious <laughs> it's because I kept I kept my voice yeah. for that There's, yeah. there have been a I've lot of moments I've never actually heard you sing Creed with with your regular voice <laughs> you can't that's <laughs> amazing I don't know <laughs> yeah, it's pretty natural. Actually, thoroughly impressive. Really Maybe that'll be the song I do today. <laughs> Instead of a humidity glass, like, I'll just cover Creed. <laughs> oh, nice. hella fucking funny. No, but like that's the thing is that it's just like that's obviously why those songs resonate with people is because they are really well written and during the time when they came out, especially people were way more into that like vocal style, that yarbly fucking shit. Because right. it's like quote-unquote, like, post-grunge, yeah. you know? And that sounded really pretentious. Anyway, um... No, I know what you're getting but, at, though. It's know. kind of that thing where the things that, like, five, ten years after something is trendy, people are going to be, like, cringing at it and just, like, oh, that's so silly and dated. And then 20, 30 years later, everyone's going to be back like, around. that was brilliant. And why, now Creed has a cruise, and yeah. Creed's going on tour again. Yeah. And they're playing in Wheatland. Um, and, oh, you know, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll go to the 24-hour <laughs> tailgate to the Creed show. That's like, crazy. Let's party. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah, we should. I'd go. I, you know, we'll link we'll, up. We should oh, go sell t-shirts. Yo! <laughs> we'll <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, Wait, yeah. We should treat it like it's a Grateful yeah, Dead show and just, like, <laughs> bootleg the hell out of it. Oh, that would be I amazing. That. So oh, funny. So we so we just bust Creed songs before the show, and then we... All the people Jesus that were pre-gaming will give you so much money. Yeah. Oh, I'll yeah. bring a barbecue. People are going to give all our money to us. So They're not going to spend any money on regular Creed merch, right? Yeah. And I'll have... give all of it to us. You know, busking at big shows like that would be a genius idea. It is actually you really only, smart. You only pay $15 for parking, which you'll do in downtown Sac if you go Exactly. There. Yeah. And then, like, but you have are, way more you know. potential of getting, like, a group of people that want to get drunk if you're there, like, right when that parking lot yeah, opens Yeah, yeah, Cause, uh, yeah. Because, yeah, I didn't know the shows where people... We're going to tailgate, too. Right. I've never done it, but I'm sure it happens. Dave Matthews Band, big tailgate community. Any jam? Why haven't I ever thought about this? Sleep train. (laughs) No sleep on this train tonight, boy. I'm keeping you guys up with my good music. (laughs) Yeah, I just, like, it's just funny to see, like, with, you know, bands like that, where it's, like, the, the personality of, like, the singer and their weird... The weird voice that they try to use honestly, like, distracts a lot from the actual, like, structure of how, like, well it's written at times. And it's just, like, you know, you get really, like, with Creed, it's, like, you get really enveloped in the fact, like, I think this guy thinks he's Jesus. Right. Like, yeah. he legitimately yeah. 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 He does. He does. And that's yeah. really distracting. It's his sacrifice. Fuck his sandals. Yeah. That's so funny. But that's the thing. Like, that's how, that's how, like, that, that section of rock and roll has always been all the way back to like Ozzy and Black Sabbath and like 
you get like Guns and Roses and all of that in there. Like the the voice has always been so distracting from raw awesome music. Oh like, yeah, Axl Rose sucks. Yeah, yeah he does. Axl Rose sucks. He yeah, does. You listen to Guns and Roses, you're like, whoa, what is going on? And then you listen to the guitar solo, and you're like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Why is this guy screaming the whole time? <laughs> Will you be quiet? Same with uh, ACDC, kind of. Yeah. I mean, you could play most ACDC songs in E. <laughs> like, it's yeah. all... Oh, wait, have you guys ever played the Thunderstruck drinking game? Uh-uh. This is the slightest of tangents. You turn on the song Thunderstruck by ACDC. I'm trying to introduce some culture here for you. Anyone that listens to this, they can play this at their own parties. Turn on the song Thunderstruck by ACDC. Everyone gets a drink and they sit in a circle. Yeah. As soon as the song starts, you start drinking. One person starts drinking until they say thunder. And then when they say thunder, the next person drinks. Oh, and then no. so on and so forth for the entire song. That's genius. One, two or three times, someone is getting stuck with a long-ass solo. <laughs> yeah. And it just goes for a while, and you just have to chug during that time. It is very, very fun. I tried it with a White Claw one time and almost threw up. Yeah. But, you know, other than that, don't do that with the fizzy one. That's pretty enjoyable. Yeah, that just sounds like game. a blast. I believe we haven't played that. We're going to play that. And right. probably on the 27th. If you come out to the show on the 27th, we'll play a nice round of Thunderstruck. <laughs> Can we Maybe tell them about the ice game? After we play. The ice game? The Smirnoff ice game. Oh. Oh, dude, I hate that game. <laughs> oh, Is that the one where you're, like, hiding in the ice? Yeah. 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 <laughs> We'd be doing that. One time a friend of mine did that to me, and I literally just looked him dead in the eyes, and I was like, you're drinking it. <laughs> and then he did. Do you know how hard it is to chug a Smirnoff yeah, as, I as a, as a I 25 year old so fat man? It's rough. <laughs> like it's it's, it's not enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like with a beer something fun. Yeah. Smirnoff ice is good to like have ice in. Yeah. You know, like straight up as like a summer drink. Like, Give me one of those small bottles of Jack Daniels. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll go with that all day long. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's easy. Well, that's not that's not a challenge though. At that point. Well, like the next size, you know, the glass ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that game. Yeah, you you seem like you got some like PTSD about this game. Like you have been iced far too many times. Yeah, well, we used to play it when I was in the Air Force, which is funny. So I guess my fucking supervisors. Yeah, dude, we played it so much. I remember one time we were on like a three-day drinking spree. We were in London, and uh, I remember I was getting out of the Air Force too. And for some dumb reason, I was like, "I got a high limit on this credit card. I'm gonna oh, do no. everything this oh, weekend. No. Was, I'll pay it off by the time I get out." Dude, Did I you? paid that credit card off like three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I've, been I've been out, out for like, like I've been out for six years. <laughs> Honestly, though, that's that's not bad. That's not no, bad. That that's a pretty good average. In terms of credit cards? No, I was gonna say just the fact that you got out of any amount of credit card debt at all yeah. is pretty spectacular. Shout out credit card debt. <laughs> yeah, right. Shout credit out credit card debt. Shout, shout this, out Capital One. Yeah, 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 yeah. This podcast brought to you by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we were on a, we were on a three day drinking spree in London, and it was for Fourth of July because we thought it was so ironic. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I've been to London oh, on yeah, a fir- Fourth of July. It's gonna be fun. My dad literally yeah. just, just my dad would just walk around to everyone being like, like "Happy Fourth of July," and they'd be like, "Looking Englishman, you can and just fight him." We won then. We're gonna win now. Oh my god! And the second time I did cocaine. Oh dude, it was God. a wild weekend, and then, yeah, dude, but specifically, it pisses me off so bad because I was so hungover, and I didn't want to do it. We went to lunch, 
And I remember we got in those those London cabs where you can face each other. Mm-hmm. And I go to sit down. And I go to put my seatbelt on. And he got me right there. And so I pulled it up. And I go, oh, my God. <laughs> That's fucked up. And That's so we almost sucks. got kicked out of the cab. Because I got down in the middle of the cab. No. And he's like, you got to get your seatbelt on. And I'm like, you got to wait. <laughs> this is far more important than your safety precautions. Excuse me, sir. I just got iced. <laughs> just got iced. You might not understand. <laughs> Look, this is serious. You iced him. He turned He's got one in his Dude. seat, too. He's oh, my God. Shit. Now I gotta do I it. I want to be an Uber driver who ices people. It's like, you know, they always got the water bottles in there or whatever. Just be like, ice. It'd be so funny. <laughs> like, a like, whole bunch of one-star reviews. Just, yeah, just be like, like, a whole bunch of five-star reviews. <laughs> you know, if you need a drink. Three spin up ice. That would be cool. If you need a drink, just check under your chair real quick. And then you're just like, fuck. <laughs> Joke's like on you. have to lay down some tarp for that. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Joke's Chief. on you. You thought you were going to work, but instead of <laughs> that. We're going around the block. Now. You only do it during Business hours. <laughs> oh shit! I'm giving that to someone as a Christmas gift this year. I'm just gonna put a fucking Smirnoff ice in a big ass Dude. box. <laughs> no, I'll really be really. I guess April Fool's would definitely oh, work because they're expecting something. Well, they, yeah. Then you come back and when after they get done, be like, hey, I got you a puke bucket. When they have a puke bucket, <laughs> they got a Smirnoff. <laughs> I'm going to the bathroom. They go to the bathroom. There's one in the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I never thought about how many places to hide. Thanks, Jake. Yeah. Dude, one time, fucking, my buddy put one in the back of his toilet. No. And, like, he plays so dumb. And, like, you know, when you're, like, 23, oh, 24, you're like, I got this. Uh. And, like, dude, my, my toilet, it's, just, it's fucked. I don't know what's going on. I'm making funny noises in the back. I'm like, let me check. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Holy <laughs> shit. the man Taylor. Rip that sucker off. And, dude, there's an ice in there floating in the water. So not only did I have to fucking wipe off pre-toilet water. Uh, but he looked at you like you were stupid. Pre-toilet Wrong with my toilet. I went from, like, the smartest guy in the house to, like... Drinking toilet water. Fucking Fuck you for trying to help. Yeah, really, though. Your name's Toilet Boy now. Think you can solve my house problems? Drink toilet water. Yeah, he already opened the top. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, fuck. That so one's good. good. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, fuck it. We went pretty long tonight. Oh, shit. That went uh, really quick. Yeah, dude, thank you yeah. guys so much for coming in. This is a lot of fun. You guys going to jam one for us tonight? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going <laughs> to do one. Uh, yeah, we... Since Dorian's not here, we just... You know, Zach's just going to do a single acoustic solo set. Yeah. Okay, cool. What yeah, are you going to play? I think I'm gonna play Serenity. That you cool. know is tried and true. Yeah. Works real well, real good. Love that song. It's fun. Yeah, I think it's probably the best song I've ever written, and that's intimidating and scary. <laughs> yeah, you know, you ever feel that way? And so you're just like, I don't think I can do better than this. So I'll play that one. It's <laughs> background. Yeah, you got yeah, yeah. I mean, I appreciate that, but we'll see. I mean, it came out of nowhere, you What's know? What's the background? What's the background? Oh yeah, that's great. Thank you both for asking. Um, so. When I moved out here, um, initially, when I first moved out here, I really just kind of, like, dropped my, like, I kind of just, you know, dropped my life in Maryland and just said, well, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to, you know, go see what's going out here. My friend offered me a place to stay. I was like, sure, let's try it out. We'd been talking about it forever, so I was like, let's go. And then I realized really shortly after doing that that uh, that was, like, 
really need to prepare yourself a little more mentally for like dropping your entire life and moving across the country. So I was having a lot of trouble. I was really like isolated and really sad. And I had a lot of thoughts about just like, you know, all of the Humidity Glow songs kind of came from that moment. I think I wrote like those 10 songs in like a week or something. Like it was really constant. But this one was one where it was just before I left um, the town I'm from, Frederick, uh, I sat in the park there, Baker Park, for like 20 minutes and just like record. I just recorded a video of just like a still 20 minutes in this place. So when it came time to write this song, I had just rewatched that video and I just kind of sat in that moment of tranquility for a minute and just felt like how like comforted and how, you know, important it is, like this place that you came from, but also like, you know, kind of giving it up so easily and coming out to this other place, there was a moment where, you like, I just felt like I was, like, kind of betraying my hometown and, like, kind of taking it for granted. And that, like, I was just feeling so many emotions that I just couldn't really process. I didn't feel like I could ever, like... The opening line is, like, I don't know what lightness is. I'm like, I don't. I have no... Like, there was this moment in time where I just felt like everything was so intense and heightened and everything and that I had just given up everything I had had back home and that I just completely took it for granted. And now I've realized a lot more about, like, you know, when you do something like that, your home's always going to be there. I went back home, you know, that following February and almost played the first Humidity Glow show with uh, some friends that were willing to help me, but then I got COVID on that day, uh, which was sad. But I was telling them on the way here, like, I was, when I got sick... I got, like, 50 messages from people just being like, dude, that sucks so bad. I'm so sorry. Like, people sent me, like, soup DoorDash gift cards, a wow. pizza, a T-shirt. Uh, I just got, like, all of this love from this community that had raised me and, like, started my music career and everything was so happy to, like, see me doing this stuff. And it was just, like, really, that's really affirming. And honestly, this song had already been written, but, like, it just elevated the song even more to have that experience with home. So it's really just kind of like a love letter to back home, wow. you know? Very and also, like, sending it towards the future a little bit, too. Yeah. Cool. That's what, amazing. We'll record it after we finish up, but what dates uh, What dates do you want to plug one more time? We'll get it okay. on All right, yeah. if you go to Humidity Glow on the Instagrams, you can uh, find out that we have a show on January 27th at the HGHQ, uh, which you can DM us for the address. We have a show in Davis, also at a house, also have to DM us for the address uh, with... Well, you know, should I list the bands or should I just... Hey. Um, <laughs> it's fine. So, you know, there are shows. There are shows. There's one on the 10th in Davis, and then we have another HGHQ one on February 19th that I'm really excited about because my friend Alex from a band called Why Dogs Why in L.A. is coming up to play, and I... <coughs> I'm friends with him, but I've never met him. That's all from the internet. He's a really nice, nice dude, and I'm really excited to finally meet him. And I'm really happy that when the call came to be like, hey, can you help me out? I could actually be like, yes. Yeah, it's a really cool. wonderful yeah. thing. Huh. Yeah. So that's what I have to plug right now, I think. Sick. Do you have anything else? No? Um, well, my, my best friend, Allie. Oh, Allie. you want to plug Allie? Allie? 
Yeah, Allie's well, birthday show? Her birthday show is tw- uh, January 21st. You're playing yeah. that, right? Yeah, which I'm Yeah, also Maddie's playing. gonna do solo. Uh, Matt Eileen. And uh, where's that? And that's that? at Golden Bear. The at Golden Bear. 8 p.m. January 21st. I don't know why I keep saying June, but January 21st. <laughs> June 21st. There's too many J months. June, you So yeah, if you uh, guys feel like going, coming out to Sacramento, you know. Sick. Should be a fun night. Cool. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you again for coming out. Thanks for having yeah, us. Oh, yeah. so fun to talk to you guys. I would just do this. This would be like a four-hour podcast if I had it my way. <laughs> this has just been really enjoyable. Well, I don't know what lightness is. Don't know what this. Life is for, but I wanna know. Oh, oh, I wanna know. I don't know how to appreciate everything that I gave away, but I want to. Oh, I do, I want to. Cause I, I feel so Life I made to make something 